You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And welcome to another episode of Amrix Weekly. I am your co-host, Chad Dedemanesis, and as always, joined by Keith Wozniak from Let's Go Amrix. Keith, man, how are things down on the farm in Rochester? Good evening, Chad. Uh, things are things are a roller coaster, that's for sure, down on the farm. Um, you know, the uh, couple of good wins this weekend. Uh, you guys took another play of our, player of ours. You guys... <laughs> Uh, Sabres injured a player of ours, so, you know, and of course, just so nobody gets all, you know, upset. I know they're not our players. It's just a, as you know, a long running joke we kind of have and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just kind of make light of things sometime, but we're still going to call them our players and you need to take care of them. That's right. I mean, <laughs> Hey, we gave you a player for a couple of games, but we, we took them back though. So <laughs> yeah, you have uh you can keep one of our players. Uh, I think he wears a number five. Yeah, he's going to be coming back very soon. So let's, I guess that's kind of where we'll start here. We'll kind of start with the defense, you know. Uh, so where we'll start, I think, because there's a lot there at the defense, we'll start with Hunwick. So Matt Hunwick got his first two hockey games of the season uh, down in Rochester on Wednesday and then on Friday. Uh, what did you think of his game overall? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough to judge anybody based on two games. Um, you know, sometimes you, somebody like Hunwick, you expect them to come in and just to dominate a game, but then you have to remember, you know, he hasn't played in, you know, since last season. So he played, you know, he played a, you know, one of the things he said last week before the game was sometimes a defenseman, you just don't want to be noticed. If you're not noticed, sometimes you're doing a good job as a defenseman. And, you know, for the most part, he was just, he kind of fit right in with what the Hamricks were doing and got the job done, um, you know, and he could be one of those types of players that, Close game on Friday night. You know, they said it on the bench. He was on the bench, common players down, and you know, just kind of keeping things steady. Um, you know, he did have an assist in the game on Wednesday night. You know, just a quick play at the blue line, did the poke check, got the puck out. Nylander got it to Malone, and that was the only goal of the game. So you know, he jumped right in. He was contributed and didn't look out of place or anything like that. The other part on defense is, you know, Larry Pilot is up here having, playing very well. You know, he's the, uh, before he, this whole injury thing happened here, he was the kind of guy we were saying fixed Ristolainen. 
Uh, and their last win, I believe, against Arizona, you know, Ruslan had one of his better Corsi games of the season. He's actually had really good um, possession numbers while he's been on the ice with Pilot. So a lot of us here were thinking that whatever Rochester fans want or anybody wants, they're not getting Pilot back no matter what. We're just going to roadblock the highways. Uh, anyways, it turned out on Friday he had a maintenance day and he was expected to play Saturday. Didn't play Saturday. Uh, is not playing tonight as we're recording this for the intermission of the Sabres game. Matt Tennyson played six minutes on or six, seven minutes on Saturday. Uh, he was a minus three in those six minutes. Two of the goals were definitely his fault. The third one was probably pretty much his fault. So Matt Hunwick is back in. Brendan Gooley got called up. And now Matt Tennyson hangs out until he goes back to Rochester inevitably here soon. But the question here, I guess, is on Gooley. Uh, are you, I know he's played better in Rochester. Um, so how do you think, you know, what do you think about that call up taking him off the Rochester lineup? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely, you know, we've talked about him before in previous episodes that he just wasn't putting it together and doing well. You know, a few weeks ago, the end of November, he had that massive turnover that resulted in a goal. Right. Yeah, you know, but he, he did get a, you know, was he did get a goal on Saturday, Saturday. night. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Saturday night he scored, uh, you know, he scored power play goal. Uh, great shot from top of the faceoff circle. So yeah, he's he's definitely been playing better. Uh, you know, we just have to be honest. At this point, the pickings are kind of slim in terms of calling up a defenseman. Um, you know, outside of Gooley, the only other player you have is Will Borgen, and yep. I would guess that you know Gooley already has a season under his belt, and Borgen, this is still his first season, even though you know he played at the year at the end of last year. So kind of in the numbers game, Gooley's going to be the guy, and. They want to, you know, they have no choice but to give him a look. And yeah, he's deserved it in recent games. So, what's the plan with Rochester now? I mean, we have McCabe here, we haven't seen in a while. Uh, Pilot's going to be on IR, which means he misses at least seven days. So, he's not going to play on Tuesday. The earliest, depending if they backdated, the earliest they'd be able to activate him is Thursday. Uh, so, that means Gooley might probably going to stick around depending on Bolu status. But I find it hard to believe Bully's ready to go back on Tuesday again. Scandella's back in, Hunwick's in. Tennyson's hanging out here. Uh, I don't think Rochester does Rochester play on Wednesday or is it not till the weekend? Yep, Rochester plays uh, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So okay. So what's the plan down there? Is they going to be calling up somebody from the ECHL? I'm assuming. Yeah, they're going to have to. I mean, they only have six healthy defensemen right now. Um, you know, Redmond, who you guys definitely Sabres definitely aren't touching. Right. Um, you know, you got Redmond, McWilliam, Borgen, Hickey, Doherty, and Nathan Page. So, I mean, the, the good thing is Nathan Pace will finally get to play. He's, you know, he's been around forever and, you know, he's only played one game a season and he fit right in. So he's, you know, he's one of those guys that's a favorite down here and, you know, he can contribute a lot. He's going to be that steady guy in defense, um, you know, with only six defensemen, three games in the week. Yeah, I'd imagine they're definitely going to have to call someone up to have on standby and i guess you know it's going to come down to one of three players um you know i guess either arvin Atwald, Devontae stevens or eric canodal you know you look at their stats they all kind of have similar stats as far as points go but haven't seen them play so can't really say you know whether they're you know who knows what they're looking for but with only six defensemen on the roster you have to think that they're going to call someone up Right, right. To kind of, I guess, after we touch on all the defense in here, the defense issues, we'll kind of circle back to the games as a whole. So it was, it was a really rough night on Wednesday. Uh, they won on Friday. They won on Saturday. Uh, so kind of recapping, you know, the three games here, what kind of stuck out to you as, you know, players or just in general, what stuck out to you over the three-game stretch last week? Yeah, Wednesday night last week, it was a 5-1 to one loss, and it was, it was just a miserable game. It was 
one of those games that by the third period, anybody's still there. There was probably less than 500 people there by the end of the game. And, you know, everybody was just kind of hanging out, talking and barely watching the game. You know, Johansson didn't have his best game. Uh, you know, he let in four goals on 10 shots. Definitely not going to lay it all on him, though, because he didn't have much in front of him. And just overall, it was just a just a miserable game for everyone. So it's not like, you know, it was one player that caused the loss or there wasn't one player that stood out and played well. You know, besides, you know, we'll give credit to, um, you know, the turnover by Hunwick. You know, Malone got a goal. Nylander had a good assist on it. So if you call it a highlight, that was one highlight of that. Uh, Friday night uh, was a Scott Wedgwood show. He came in, played his first game in, what, almost two weeks. <laughs> and, you know, he just stole the show. That was one of the games that, you know, sometimes if your team can't get it going, you need the goalie to steal a win, and that's exactly what he did. The, You know, in the first maybe 10 minutes of the game, the Emmerichs were firing shots, and nobody could hit the net. Nobody could hit the goalie. They are all hitting the glass, you know, like a, you know, peewee team taking slap shots for the first time. <laughs> um, you know, but they, you know, they found a way to win by the, uh, you know, great goal from Nylander, Bailey and Smith. Um, you know, who else scored Uh Hickey got a goal, Danny Regan got a goal. So, you know, Rawls was a good game. It was, you know, kind of concerning right towards the end when they Cleveland got a power play goal, but you know, Ledwood stole the show, you know, Saturday night, it was another just all around pretty good team game. You know, and again, goalie Adam Wed or uh, Adam Wedgwood, Adam Wilcox <laughs> had a had a great night in net. And you know, while it wasn't you know, or wasn't too much as far as you know, events happening in the game, he made the saves when they needed to. And then, you know, Gooley finally scored a goal on the power play, so that was good to see the power play score a goal, which has been absolutely miserable. Hmm. Um, you know, they did give up a late goal. Um, you know, CJ Smith shot the puck over the glass, a classic delay mm, game call. And nice. <laughs> one of those things that, you know, it just can't do. And the end of the game when you're winning one, nothing, um, former, former Sabres player, Nathan Gerby scored the tying goal. And then CJ Smith made up for it by scoring the game winner in overtime. So <laughs> Miserable game on Wednesday, but two wins against Cleveland. And, you know, Cleveland is one of the top teams in the division, and they were able to get four points and build a gap in the standings and don't want to see any losses. But if you're going to win, you know, you want to make sure to beat the other top teams more than anything. Right, right. So I'm, I'm looking at the – I was looking at the stats kind of as you were talking, and first thing that kind of jumped out at me is it's crazy how Lawrence Pilot is still in third place in this team in total points. He's only played 16 games, so it reminds you again how impressive he was down there. But mainly what caught my eye uh, is Alex Newlander. You know, 20 points in 27 games. You know, there's been a lot of talk. He's playing better. He had that nice play. Uh, he was in a lot five to one, but that nice luck he had uh, to Malone on Wednesday. And, you know, we, we kind of talked about this all the time, but I, I think this isn't getting enough credit because it's happening in Rochester. But I feel like we're seeing, you know, and I needed to see it this year. I needed to see a definite step to know that he know at least give me some confidence that he can be part of this team moving forward. And I think without a doubt, I mean, I haven't seen many people at all who have talked that bad about how he's been in Rochester, but you know, I'm curious if your if your thoughts, if this is just, we're finally seeing Neander take that step. And again, he's only 20 years old, so it's still crazy, but we're finally seeing that step now where he's giving you confidence that maybe he can be that player that they grab that eight overall. Yeah. I think he still has a lot to prove to say he's that, you know, eighth overall first round pick. Right. Right. You know, but at the same time, he is as a twenty-year-old. No, he's he's definitely playing much better. The the points, there's no disputing the points, 
And, uh, you know, and things got ch- lines got changed up on Friday. Now, I guess we should mention as far as lines go in, you know, Chris Taylor put CJ Smith and center Nylander and Justin Bailey. So kind of changed things up a little bit and you know, they, they found some success. No, Alex is definitely doing well and he's putting up the points when they need him to, um, you know, obviously got to preface by saying, you know, the points matter, but he's also, you know, as a, he's a plus 12. So using that as a starting point, you know, I think that's better than he was the last two years. And that just shows that, you know, he's not being that liability defensively either. So he's putting up the points. He's playing well defensively. He's skating all around the ice and, yeah, as a 20-year-old, this is what you want to see, and this should probably still be his first year. But, yeah, you can't, you know, anybody who probably picks on the way Nylander play is playing right now is still stuck in the last two years <laughs> where, you know, there were all valid reasons to question everything he did last two seasons. Yep, yep. But this year, if anybody questions him, they're, I'd say they're still stuck in the last two years and they're not giving him a, a good luck with fresh eyes to really see what he's doing and, and doing well all over the ice. A question for my, uh, I guess my roster, my roster depth moving forward. You know, he's he pl- primarily with the Sabres. He played left wing. Is he still primarily playing left with Rochester, or is he playing some right too? They're kind of moving him back and forth. No, he's primarily playing left wing. Okay, all right. Because I just, I, I was going to the stats when I saw as a right winger, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's playing left. But then you mentioned like doing line changes. I'm like, is he getting somewhere? Because really, in the organization. You know, right wing is the weak spot. They have a lot of guys in the left wing. You know, they have Sherry and Skinner, you know, at the NHL level. Uh, Thompson's actually playing the left side, even though he's a work. He came over as a right wing. He's playing the left side now. Uh, CJ Smith is a left winger. Olofsson's a left winger. And then now Nylander's a left winger. So right wing is definitely a need. And I kind of thought about maybe if he's playing some right wing that they can work that at the NHL level. But if they ever did bring him up, you know, he's primarily playing left. I can't see them switching that to the right. So that's why I asked. Yeah, no, he's been he's been playing le, left wing. Justin Bailey on his right side. Um, Malone has been centering him up until this weekend, where they kind of switch things up and put CJ Smith in center, which that certainly can, you know, as your organization. Smith center, you said? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that's new, so, right? It's different. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's definitely different. So he he moved to center, and you know that's definitely different. And played and how well. Did, and, how did he look at center? Yeah, he looked CJ Smith, and we've talked about this, and you know, as far as who would be called up or whatnot if they needed a forward, he can fit in anywhere, and he's playing consistently. And you know, he was one of the reasons they scored the goal in uh, you know in overtime. You know, obviously with was three on three, but still, he was playing center, and he jumped right in. And you know, I think he can play anywhere, and is an organization where they don't have much at center. Hey, it can't hurt to give him a look there and see yeah. what they can do, and. You know, especially when they've struggled offensively at times, maybe he can jumpstart things a little bit. Yeah, that, I'm not going to lie to you. That certainly piqued my interest when you said you played center. My ears perked up there. So we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. keep an eye on that here going forward the next few weeks. Dr. <clears throat> there really is some – they could use some help at center at the NHL level. And I feel like if he can show his ability to play some center, then maybe that's not a bad idea. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Yeah, with Kevin Porter out, um, you know, he moved over to center. Um, Sean Malone stayed at center working with uh, – was it Wayne Simpson and Dalton Smith? And then Eric Cornell was another center. And yeah, Miles Powell played center another line. So yeah, hey, it's uh can't hurt to give it a shot and it certainly jumpstart things in the lat- you know, the second half of the game Friday and definitely on Saturday. Very, very interesting. Like I said, we'll be talking about that here over the next couple of weeks. But uh so three games this upcoming week, Wednesday, 
um, against Belleville, if not mistaken. I'm trying to put it away. Uh, but I do know they have Hartford both at home on Friday and Saturday. So uh, what's this week kind of look like? You know, they're going to probably be some short, some defensemen, and then they just had Porter's out. We don't know if we're going to get him back um, this week or not, but what's, what's the week looking like ahead here? Yeah, they are three games ahead. Um, you know, none of them are division teams, but they're going to be all, all points matter at this point. Um, you know, they've played – well, actually, Belleville's a division team, so my bad on that. Uh, they did play once. They lost 5-4 to four in Belleville, so I imagine that's going to be, you know, it's a team that's at the bottom of the division, and for some reason that's where the team kind of struggles, and that's probably hmm. because, you know, teams down lower play a little bit different. They're not as, uh, you know, I guess they use the word stingy nowadays is the kind of the catchphrase to use. You know, they don't give you much, yeah. and, you know, they're all over you, so... That's going to be a tough game, um, you know, Friday, Saturday with against Hartford, the last time they played. You know, the Amherst were down 3-1 to one going into the third, and they won 4-3, to three, so that was a good comeback win. So I just have to hope it doesn't come down to that point again. But, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, those should be uh, good games, and, you know, they're going to be down defensemen. Um, you know, they're still without, you know, Porter, Chris Colo's still out. Um, neither are skating. They're also down in Drew Ogilvy, who is out with a concussion. That's right, yeah. So, you know, the fact that they, they're still winning games, um, you know, with three key players missing and they got some good goaltending, you know, they have a six-point lead of the standings over Syracuse, who still has three games in hand, but hey, it's a good gap. Um, you know, they have, looking at the standings, what is seven points over Utica, who's in third place, and Utica's played three more games. Hmm. So, you know, they're... You know, they're now winning, you know, all beautiful games. But, you know, hey, as you're building up the points, that's what's going to matter as things get tougher. And, you know, these are our three easily winnable games, even with the defensemen they have. Yeah, hey, points are points. You got to take them, you know, take them whenever you can get them here late in the season. Just bank your points. So I think we kind of, you know, plan this perfectly because the third period is about to start here for the Sabres game. And we're <laughs> we're at our end here. So uh, that's Keith Wozniak from Let's Go Amherst. You can follow him on Twitter at Let's Go Amherst and check out all of his excellent Amherst content at Let's Go Keith, man, I appreciate you taking the time. Enjoy the three games this week. Um, also, enjoy enjoy the holidays. I guess we might talk before then, but if not, enjoy it. And then, uh, you know, we'll chat again next week about cj smith playing center for sure <laughs> yeah absolutely and uh you know cj smith has been leading player on the team so we'll see how he fits in and hopefully we'll have some other defense from back before then all right sounds good man talk to you soon all right have a good one chad